Welcome back to Chats with Gabby. Welcome back to another wonderful episode. Today I'm here with my husband. Hello, Welcome. everybody. How are and you doing today? Good, and we got our son behind the cameras today. Oh, yes, that's exciting. I know, producer. Our crew is growing. <laughs> our crew is growing. <laughs> producer Brian is producer. behind the cameras today. Yes, yeah, so shout out to you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> they, Our kids wish they would be in the episode. Yeah, right? we'll, we'll do one with them, but I, we don't feel like it's the right time yet. Yes, um, and I wanted to start off, You, I don't know if you guys uh, all follow us on our, on our social media but you know yesterday you decided to come up with this great idea of bringing hibachi to our house yes <laughs> and i don't know about you on your side but i got so much feedback on like oh my gosh you guys are such great parents and um this person was like you guys are the best i want to be like you guys and then i read another message this morning that brought so much tears to my eyes saying I want to aspire to be like you guys. You know, you guys are the best to your kids, you know? And it's like, it's not easy sometimes. No, it's not. And it's, it was something very spontaneous, but I think it comes from a place um, or just being, a, you know, being different, but being different in a good way. And right. like raising your kids well. And the thing that I always think about the back of my mind is like if i was a kid what would my parent like what, what would i want my parents to do and just make those decisions like you know and i think that's something that i've always admired from you that i mean i love my kids right mm -hmm. but you're always that fun parent <laughs> that is always <laughs> thinking of the ideas or ways to to create memories with them memories that they'll always remember you know to say oh my parents did this my parents would do this with me and i think that's amazing yeah because i honestly just put myself in my kids shoes i mean when i was a kid i used to dream you know and just wanted like my dad to play my video games with me and that's what you do and with that's brian. what i do with brian because it's like i wanted him I'm just doing the things that I know when I was a kid, I would have wanted my parents to do. And doing the hibachi was just one of them. Like, I mean, I've always wanted to do is we always see the commercials, the, you know, the hibachi, you know, yeah. and we go, we go to the places. And yeah. then every, the thing about me is every time I go to one of those places, I try to break it down and I'm like, okay, this is how he's doing that. This is how he's doing that. And like yesterday, I don't know, it just came to me. I yeah. was like, I think the kids would enjoy. Thank God used you yesterday. <laughs> I was like, I think the kids would enjoy having hibachi. Oh, I enjoyed hibachi. it too. Yeah, it would be a cool little activity to do. And it would be fun. I mean, but nothing beats like, you know, just being as a, doing something together as a family and everybody genuinely having fun. And I saw the kids just like enjoyed it enjoyed i think it. even more when we're at an actual yeah hibachi place yeah because when we're at the hibachi place we're just like staring at the cook we're not really like interacting interacting and then yesterday we were interacting and like the kids were like oh that's cool or do you know do that yeah or, like real was just cheering for you and <laughs> it was just such a beautiful experience if you guys can ever think of something outside the box do it you know because i think it's something that the kids are going to treasure forever and it's like i think it was brian who told me 
uh, this morning, he said, yesterday was the best day of my life. <laughs> I said, why? He says that a lot. <laughs> he does say that, but it's good, yeah. you know? And, you know, thinking about it this morning as I was reading that message and um, brought so much tears to my eyes, and I was just like, thank you, God. You know, um, and I, I wanted to share a little bit of what we've done with our kids uh, or what we've learned throughout you know our lives our lives yeah. the the things that we do and the things that we shouldn't do as parents yeah because we're not perfect we're not perfect we're not perfect parents and our kids are not like the the perfect the kids, perfect kids yeah. the two little angels which they are good kids they are good overall they're very good kids they're, and we're so blessed yeah i've gone people have told me someone told me today she's like but your kids are really good I'm like, yeah, they are really good. And, and But they are like that because the way that we raise them, too. The way that we raise them. And it's not like um, we know it all, but we've learned things from different people or and we just apply them. And I think them. we've even learned, well, in my opinion, in my, as a mom, I've learned a lot of things even before I was a mom. Yeah, same here. You know, like, and if you're a, a person that are not even married, you're not even married, you don't even have kids, but this is also really good because I learned a lot of things before I was married that I was mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to uh, apply this to my kids or to my marriage. Yeah, because you're going to save yourself a lot of trouble in the long run. And being a parent is in a, like a thing that goes on your whole life. Yeah, you never stop. Being you never a stop parent. being a parent, and it's you have to be ready yeah. for it. And um, you know, some people, it's it's a trauma. I mean, so we, you know, a lot of us get into relationships, and then we have kids, and then it's like, now what? Like, yeah. there's not like a, hey, here's how to become a good parent. Right. And then that is like, yeah, also thing that changes within culture or changes, you know, from. You may think, you know, what we do is not good and that's okay, but it's working for us and that's the way we want to raise our kids. Right. I, I totally agree. And it's it's when you were saying that, it reminded me when you're like, you know, now what? I remember when we had Brian, I was like, is my life like I'm never going to sleep again? <laughs> Am I never going to go out again? You think, you know, what is next? Yeah. But I wanted to start off with uh, one of our questions is how do we... How do we know if we're raising our kids well? It's you know, kind of a really hard question. It to is answer. a hard question. And I used to um, get worried about it a lot. Yeah. Like, you know, I always thought I want I want to have good kids. You know, I want my teenagers when they are teenagers to be good kids. And I asked this question to a mom who has three daughters, which they're like in teenager years. Uh -huh. I mean, they're in their teenagers teenage years <laughs> Come on, <baby>. um, <laughs> did you forget how to speak <laughs> <laughs> they are in their teens and i asked her how what have you done to have your kids like such good kids that they come to you and they have that trust with you and something that really stuck to me she said cabby don't worry about it you and fernando are good people your kids are going to be good, yeah. you know, and that kind of gave me comfort, but it's like, it all starts with the parents. It all starts with the parents because the kids are a reflection of who you are. Yeah. And they're seeing a lot of people don't really think about it, but everything that we do, they are watching, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and the most rewarding thing is 
that the things that we do and then we see them do it the other day me and the kids went for ice cream right yeah and there was this um like a little can that said donate tips for nursing student or nursing mm -hmm. school and brian read it and he said mom i have two dollars he only had two dollars yeah he said i have two dollars in my wallet i want to donate them and it like that made me like a proud mom yeah you know because i didn't tell him you know and i said okay you know if that's what you want to do go ahead and he didn't do it in the moment we ate our ice cream and then before we left he's like mom i'm gonna go put the two dollars in there and i said go yeah. ahead but it's just like wow the things that we do that we don't even they, they don't really even see it but like we've never sat down and say hey there's a box of donation you have to donate it's just that they just do it but you see the heart you know the same way you're such a giving person generous person and they have seen it and they want to replicate the yeah, same cause thing because he, he did the same thing i think on friday it was like ice cream day oh yes and then he said he was he had you know you you had already paid for his ice cream for the rest of for the whole year and he had said hey i, I want to pay for two other kids two other kids so he did and then he told me he's like hey i paid for this kid and this kid and i was like wow and i was like yeah that's pretty cool i was like wow mm -hmm. and i think that's when you're like i'm doing something right yeah right because every day is like i feel like i beat myself with that like was i a good mom today or sometimes like i've even cried at night i'm like i hope i was a good mom today yeah i think it's how do you know you're raising good kids i think is when they're they make good decisions on their own right that you're I like think that's wow. the right answer right like they make good decisions on their own and you don't have to push them to make those decisions right. they just kind of make them that's true that's true so let's see um next one is how do we correct bad behavior you correct it right away yes i mean don't in the moment in right? the moment when it happens when it's fresh when your your kid go knows what they did wrong not like five minutes later an hour later because they the don't forget <laughs> or the next day uh, or never address or never it. like something that um that happened that i can tell you is when brielle was about six months i remember you know i was with them i was taking care of them i think you were at work i think that's what what it was i was with them and uh, i saw brielle had a toy and then brielle just like looked at brian and i was watching the whole thing i was just like watching her and then i saw her just like hit him in the face with the toy and then i just saw her smiling when she did that and in that moment i was like that is not okay what did you tell her i pretty much took the toy away from her and i said you're not gonna do that again and you know she's six months and you may say she's too little for that and i pretty much got onto her and said you're not gonna do that again and then I, I remember making, actually remember making her trying to apologize to Brian. And Brian was <laughs> crying God. because he was hurt. You know, she hit him with the toy, right? It's like smacked on the face. So I would say correct your kids right away. Yes. Make them have, make, make that correction because in that, after that, have, we've never had the issues but no, they hit each other no and they play fight they play. but never like to intentionally yeah hurt like they each pillow other. fight like earlier today they were playing with their blankets and stuff but it's never like intentionally going right. over there and like hitting your sibling yeah um but i say yeah correcting them right away yeah um, and i think it's very important that you know you start early mm -hmm. with correcting kids 
because then by the time they're like five, six, they're going to be like, you never corrected me. Like, yeah, they, correct they just me become now? like regular behaviors for them. Right. Like and habits for them. Like it's just habits. And then if you let it go on, it just gets worse and it gets worse. And it mul- like it amplifies more. Yeah. And more and more. And like I remember telling you about it and you were kind of. I was like, <laughs> what? She <laughs> were upset. I was so upset. And, you know, we can think. But they're babies. They don't understand. Or or they're only two. They're only three. They're only one. But they're listening. They understand. They understand. Maybe think, as not as much as an adult, but right. they understand enough. I think if we explain it, and I think that's very important that we not only just like say if you're gonna like because a lot of parents I've seen this where they they the kid does something wrong. And they probably hit them with the chunkler. They hit them with their hand. Yeah, or they like pinch them or something. Right. Yeah. And they never like correct the situation. Yeah. They never correct the behavior. And the kid thinks they're just being bullied. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> or they're like, oh, what my, it mom's is. So mean. my mom's so mean. My mom's so mean. Or, or, yeah. And it's not that. It should be like, come here. This, what you just did is incorrect. You know, talking about it. Yeah. Like my kids know when we're out oh. in public. <laughs> And I say, we're going to the bathroom. Like, I am the one telling them we're going to the bathroom. is because I am going to go to the bathroom where no one is around, just us two, and we're going to talk about what just happened. Yeah. We're going to talk about, like... Or sometimes it's not even, like, the bathroom. It's just, like, pull them to the side. Pull them to the side. This is wrong. This is wrong because you don't want to embarrass your kids in front of other people. And that's something that I learned with you because I remember I was doing that. You know, I would just... Uh, try to yell at him or something in front of like other people and you said hey you don't do that mm-hmm. you're embarrassing him and that's you're, something I learned from you yeah because you then it goes into their self-esteem like you're messing that up because then they're gonna they know every time they see that person they think like hey this person saw when my parents got on to me no, and I they think, saw me cry and I think we're not honoring our kids by giving them their place and we're just like kind of almost humiliating them yeah. in front of other people. In front of other people. Where it shouldn't be. Because we are called as parents to love them. And to lift them up. To lift them up and to correct them. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think the main thing is for always for them to feel loved by their parents. Yeah. Just as God loves us and we mess up all the time. And he still loves us. His love never changes. So our love for them we should always be able to show that, show them that and for them to feel like my mom loves me even though I made a mistake and she's correcting me because she loves me, mm-hmm. you know, not because she hates me. Yeah, because that's yeah, the last Yeah, and there's thing another, like, what what's along with that question is, do we ignore it? No. Do, do we ignore the behavior? We don't. That's the worst thing you can do is when you are watching your kid doing something they're not supposed to do and you just ignore it, that is like, you're basically giving your kids permission to do that. Yes. You're basically telling them it's okay for you to do that. And you know, sometimes it might not even be bad behavior. Sometimes it can just be like some decision or attitude that they have. And and I remember this, I can give an example on, because I never even saw it. I was just like, oh, whatever, you know, Real wanted to get her bicycle to go outside. And I would always be like, Brielle, just don't take your bicycle because, you know, you're not going to ride it. I'm going to be the one pushing it. And I remember that day you said, yeah, take it out. 
and and you made her confront her fear you know in the moment so it's like sometimes we can ignore even little things that don't necessarily have to be be like bad beha behavior, behavior but there's sometimes fear in kids or um i don't know like maybe they're they're scared of they're something they're scared of something and we're ignoring that we're ignoring like in that specific scenario remember she was outside she wanted to ride her bike and then the moment she realized that you know in our, in our street is like a cul-de-sac but it's kind of an on a downhill and as soon as she saw the downhill she just freaked out and she was just like oh i can't do this i can't do this and me and you were like i would have just been like okay then put your bicycle back in the garage mm -hmm. that's how i would have handled and in my, the situation and when i was there the first the thing that came coming back to me was like i cannot raise my kids to just quit when something gets hard or you know let like, them let give them up give up so quickly so i literally spent what, maybe what like 30 minutes with her and she was crying she didn't want to do you it were talking to her and i was encouraging her, her encouraging her until she, she she did it she did it but that was something that i was like wow there are things that sometimes we can ignore you know and there's a lot of times that people do ignore bad behavior mm -hmm. maybe because they don't want to like uh look like oh my gosh she's a bad mom or something in front of others and you're or sometimes you it. just don't you just don't want to deal with it right you, you feel lazy about it. it you're like you know what i don't feel like dealing with this kid right now and I you just, give them the phone. <laughs> you give them the phone because, like, something that I, I've heard is like now, like, who's raising your kids? Right. Is YouTube raising your kids? Is Netflix raising your kids? Disney Plus? No, you have to raise your kids. Right. Because, like, I've noticed with um, Brielle, you know, we, we, I mean, this is we, we're learning all the time. It's not saying that we're perfect or anything. We're just sharing what we've we're just learned. just sharing what we've learned and what, and we, what we've done. What we've done. So maybe this kind of helps um, somebody who's trying to look for answers. But I remember when Brielle, um, she was watching. She was watching too much YouTube. YouTube, and then I remember her attitude changing, and I and I noticed it, and I was like, "This is not Brielle. She's picking up this from somewhere." And I started thinking, like, where is she picking this up from? And the only place that I keep coming back to is, like, oh, she's watching kids on YouTube, mm -hmm. you know, like, kind of playing and stuff. And she's picking up on the, you know, their their behavior. Right. And what did I do? You took YouTube away from her. She is completely. not allowed to watch YouTube, period. And she knows it. And she, till this day, she's follow through. Yeah. And doesn't watch YouTube. And the thing is, it's not like, see, because our kids know that when we, when something is going to affect them negatively, we take it away right away. Like it's gone. It's not even like a question. They already know, like they don't even get upset anymore. Like yeah. they're just like, okay, like. Well, with you. <laughs> <laughs> with you. Anything that you tell them, they're like, okay. Yeah, because I'm okay. like, because I've, I've taught, basically, I've made that a thing to where when we know something's affecting them bad, it's just going to go away. Like, we noticed one time Brian being on his, on his Switch, and that's all he wanted to do, mm -hmm. and just play Fortnite, and he was coming home and going straight to Fortnite, and he was spending a bunch of time in Fortnite. Then we said, you know what? We noticed that he was changing his, like, behavior, and we were like, no, Brian, you can't play. And, and he was like, why? I'm like, we explained it to him because 
that's all you want to do and that's not good you're basically becoming a slave to this thing yeah and that's not good so we took it away and he said like when it, when am i gonna play again i'm like i don't know yeah <laughs> Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Until we feel like, <laughs> like you, you're ready, to, you're play ready again. to play again. Yeah. And you can tell that now he plays, but he doesn't overdo it. He doesn't overdo it. And it's not like before. Mm -hmm. Because we we noticed that he was addicted to it. And we said, no, that we're breaking that right now. Yeah. Like that's stopping. Like yeah. we can't let our kids be slave to things. Right. Like even our phone, like your phone, I see... That's like the automatic thing now is like if your kid starts crying, you give them your phone. If your kid starts crying, they can cry. I remember I used to struggle with that. Yeah. If you can tell I'm the one who struggles with everything. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, like you said, we sometimes as mothers, I think we don't want to deal with it. You know, we already have so much more to deal with food, with the house, with everything that then is like here. You yeah. know, just take it. Just, just leave me alone. <laughs> but yeah, it gets to the point where you're, you, as a mom, as a parent, you're like, wait, this isn't right. Yeah. My kids just want to be on the phone. And the moment that I take it away, they're crying hysterically. So you said, do not give her the phone. Yeah. Because at this point, it was, Bri it was Brielle it was who Brielle. was like very attached, attached to, the to, the, to the phone. And you said, if I see you, yeah, <laughs> if I see you, you're going to be the one in trouble. And um, and I thought, oh, my gosh, this girl is going to be crying like forever if I don't give her the phone. But it's crazy that when she would ask and I would be like, no, you're not getting the phone. She would cry and it wouldn't last more than two minutes yeah, or maybe three. And then they will get, They'll over, get it. over it. And it's just about being consistent and persistent. Like, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. And after a while, they will find something to do. To do. And then that's another tip right there is let your no's be no's and your yeses be yes. Yes. So like if you say no, it's a no. Right. It's like, Because then if you're your like, mind. you say no and then you're like, okay, fine here. They're going to be like, oh, I can always convince my yeah, mom. Yeah. So basically they're going to be like, if I tell my mom enough, please, please. And they keep bugging her. She's eventually going to give in. They learn that. And then they keep doing that. And then yeah. you give in. So it's like when something's no, it's no. Right. And we do that a lot, like a lot more um, than usual, you can say. Like, for example, we'll be randomly having dinner and we're just talking. And then I notice like Brielle like brings her iPad to <laughs> the table or something and she's watching something. My first thing is like, OK, tomorrow nobody's allowed to use electronics. Find something else to do. And then the kids will find you will be amazed you'll be how amazed. they will find creative ways to to play to play like or, Brian will get on his Legos start building his Legos oh that's what he started doing after you took ni the Nintendo yeah away. he started doing the Legos and then he was like he did them he all found joy in that joy in even that. though he was since little I mean any kid loves Legos but he was like he was like then he's like I want another car. I want to build this. Yeah. And that helps them. It helps know? them like problem solve and just become, you know, better kids. And like Brielle, she started painting a lot. Oh, she loves painting. So, but that would have never happened if we would have just kept them, you know, on the iPad, on the phone, iPad, phone, TV. Phone, TV. Yeah. Yeah. Like you basically you have to know who's raising your kids. And right. that person that's raising your kids has to be you. Yes, definitely has to be. So I know we've talked about like how to correct bad behavior and not to ignore it. But how do we actually discipline the kids? 
Many different ways. Um, like the way that we do it is we take things away easily. It, everything in this house can go easily. Like we can take a TV away. Like we'll take anything away. <laughs> Yeah, so, whatever we see that's affecting them, it just goes away. We'll be like, okay, it, this has to go. This has to go, and then it's indefinite. We just and I think it's always you know talking to them and explaining to them why because we're taking a lot of away. times we've done things and they understand and they won't even cry about it. They won't even cry. like they'll accept it. <laughs> They're like, okay, I get it. You know, yeah. I was wrong and 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 accept it. And I think coming from parents knowing what's best for your kids. And always telling them with love. Yeah. Always having that, that, you know, you're not doing this to harm them or to make their lives, you know, Yeah, like harder. we tell them, hey, we've noticed, like I literally say this to them. Hey, I've noticed that this is controlling you and this cannot control you. So we're taking it away. So how would you tell if we had a toddler or anyone, because what if... People have toddlers. We don't have a toddler right now. But how would you um, address that to someone that's younger? I know you did it to Brielle I mean, at six months. Yeah. How I would, would you just, speak to them? I would just tell them. I would talk to them like if they were adults. I, I never talk to my kids as if, as if they were kids when I'm correcting them. Like, I talk to them, sit them down, and explain to them everything that's going on. Even if they don't understand it, they're going to pick up what you're doing. And just dealing with it right there and then. And if they have to cry, let them cry. I remember something that you would do was you would always be like, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> look at me. And that's something that's yeah, very having important. eye contact with Eye your contact. Because that's when they're paying attention. Mm -hmm. And like something that I picked up from my grandma, um, she would say, um, let the kids cry. Unless they're crying blood. Which they won't. <laughs> Which they won't. If they're just crying, their tears, like, they'll get tired of crying. And they'll move on. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. Right. They get tired of crying and they just move on. And I think, like, when they're kids, it's okay to let them cry. I think our we go in automatic, hey, I need to make my kids stop crying. Because that's not, that's bad. They shouldn't cry. It's okay. Like, it exercises their lungs. <laughs> you know, yeah. like... It's yeah. okay to let them cry. And I know sometimes as moms, we don't want to hear that. We yeah. don't want to hear them cry because either work or whatever it is. But we, I think that helps us in working with our patients. Yeah. You know, working with being persistent. No, I'm not going to give in. You're not going to give in. They need to learn. They need to learn. We need to teach them. And if and they, they cry, if they cry for 10 minutes straight, look. I'm telling you, they're going to get tired. Yeah. They're going to stop. <laughs> and that's something that we used to do, especially with Brian in the car seat. Oh I remember gosh. how that was so hard. hard Brian used to hate the car seat. And I would want to take him out. Yeah, and you course. would take him out. You would take him out. And then, like I said, one day I was like, you know what? I don't care how, if he cries the entire ride, if he cries and cries and cries, I'm like, the correct thing for him to be in is in the car seat. And he's going to stay. And he needs to learn when we're in the car, that's where he sits. He can't just be like wandering around the, the, the car. He needs to learn that he's staying in the car seat. And then it yeah. took a few weeks. 
But then he got used to it. Yeah. I mean, I'm thank God for this man that God (laughs) gave me because (laughs) maybe my kids would be a mess if I didn't have you. It's just teamwork because there there are certain things that you do that I don't do. You know, like you have patience to do their homework with them. I don't. Well, I really don't, but I have. But you do, but you, but you do that. Like, see, I don't do that. So when it comes to that, that's you. It's a team effort. It's a team effort. So like, don't think that you have to be the super parent that has to do everything. Right. Just know your weaknesses Mm -hmm. and, and don't like, Hey, if the other person does something better than you, it's okay to admit, let them have that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, like I'm not going to pretend here and say that I'm the best. Like when it comes to homework, I just can't. Yeah. I, I have no patience. I think if I was, I would tell you all the time, I don't know how teachers do it. Oh, I don't know how teachers because do it. Because if I was a teacher, I'd be in jail right now. <laughs> oh, I'd be like, oh, that's crazy. But our next, well, the next thing that I want to talk about is how do we raise our kids with God in their lives? Well, how do you raise with kids with God in their lives is God has to be evident in your life. Um, oh, yeah, you can't, that's true. You can't teach something. You can't give your kids something you don't have. That's true. So if you don't have a relationship with God, they're not going to have one either. Wow. Um, and then per- make them participate. Yeah. With your, like, teaching them early on the power of prayer. Right. Teaching them early on, like, the promises of God. Like, one thing that um, I did with Brielle is I, I noticed something in her that she deals a lot with fear Mm -hmm. Uh, my son does too but my son is a different type of fear my daughter is more a fear just like freezes her and she won't go like when something scares her so so something that i came up with her is um, like an affirmation affirmations you know we at night (laughs) this is something that i remember that we did especially when, when she was going to sleep by herself in the room she would get scared of the dark and we would have to have a light and everything. And then I would just tell her, like, look, you know, you're, you're strong, like you're brave, you're strong and God is with you. And then she would repeat it over and she's like, I'm brave, I'm strong and God is with me. And I would just, you know, show her how God is actually real. Right. And like when situations of stress come, like that god you know can easily kick in like right. he's always She'll remember there. that affirmations my dad used to tell me i am brave i'm strong. I am strong and god is with me yeah and you know that's how you raise your kids like you know when we when, it's funny because when we will get sick like their first reaction to when they know that hey, my head hurts or i don't feel good their first reaction is let's pray Yes. Both of them. Like, they let's pray. Yes. And they just pray for us. Yes. You know, and we have gotten healed from those prayers yes. before. Oh, definitely. And that's the that's the most beautiful thing because even when it's the other way around, I remember Brian coming to me young, at a much younger age and says, would tell me, hey, mom, my belly hurts. Can you pray for me? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's wonderful that for them is not like their last resource. Yeah. It's like their first thing to like, their first response, like, mom, I need you to pray for me. Yeah. I need you to do this. And I think there's nothing more wonderful than that, than to see your kids pray and for your kids to have faith. Yeah. You know? I mean, look at what Brian did with, with his sister. He wanted a sibling so bad. 
that we would tell him just pray about your sibling i would always tell him the first day he said i want a little sister i said pray about your sister start praying to god for your sister and then he just prayed so much for his sister and she even when we found out we were having a baby he even had a dream like when he got surgery that he saw you pregnant and yes, stuff yes he did so like this was like eight months before i got pregnant eight, eight months before he got pregnant and even even throughout the process he knew he was having a sister mm -hmm. because of his faith right like like he even confronted my faith yeah by his words and he's only three or four, four years year, old yeah. and i kept i kept insisting like brian there might be a chance that you might not be getting a sister it might right? be a brother i'm trying to prepare him uh -huh. me and my human mentality yeah. you know i'm trying to like like trying to avoid from him being hurt i'm like hey you know you might not have a sister yeah. so you might have a brother and i kept i think i've told him like three times hey you know you, you might not yeah because he kept referring to the, the my, my little sister yeah. until he said mom a four-year-old yeah. we're at the table and he tells me mom i prayed for a girl and god is gonna give me a girl yeah and I said, never again will I doubt. I said, that is the way that we're supposed to have faith. That's what the Bible talks doubting. about, too. That we have to believe in God like if we were children. And that's what he's talking about. Because Kids don't doubt it. Don't they? He they just, believe it. And then we were having the ultrasound. The the baby, the, the I don't know, the baby. The, lady, the, the ultrasound, yeah. Tech, she was like, oh, my God, you're having a girl. And I remember. And we're like, Brian, did you hear that? And Brian was like, yeah, I, I already know. know. <laughs> you're having a girl. I remember. He was, like, <laughs> he was oh, not impressed at all. Yeah, I remember. I think he must have been on your phone or something because he was like, I know. Yeah. Like, he, it almost seemed like I've been telling you guys yeah, like, you <laughs> for didn't the believe longest me? time. But it's that. I mean, that's how you raise, you know, your kids with God. And he I think is like a part of the family right he's part of us so and he has I to be part of it them. has to be since they're little like yeah. there's no age like there's no like oh yeah at when they start knowing at five no it's they start knowing little. way before like you know if you don't go to church start taking them to church you know have them to know what it is to worship what it is to to learn about him what it is to pray because brian was singing like at a year old yeah you know, he was all singing these different things and his faith and i pray for that it continues to grow mm -hmm. you know but i think that's the most beautiful thing but i loved what you said that if we don't have it how can we give it to the kids exactly because in this household we're the ones in charge you can say and but god is in charge of our lives and if we don't have a relationship like <laughs> i remember <laughs> i remember growing up and i think we all went through this like this is i don't think people are some of the younger generation is not going to know about this but there used to be a time that you didn't know who was calling your house because yeah. there was no caller id okay yeah. so like we had a house phone not cell phones we had a house With phone wire that wire <laughs> that was plugged into the wall and people would call and we would have to say hello like hey who's this right and because you genuinely didn't know who that person was mm -hmm. and then i remember like one time answering the phone and like my grandma saying like like who is it like you know because i answer 
And then I found out it was this lady that wanted to talk to her. My grandma was like, tell her I'm not here. And then I said, hey, my grandma wants me to tell you that she's not here. <laughs> so like then she basically was showing me that lying was okay. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So like I used to do that a lot. And then like I later on i would pick you know as i got older i would pick up the phone and i <laughs> i would know you know i would know the deal what was going on but oh my, my first gosh. instinct instinct was to lie that is crazy because she taught me that and without them knowing it was, it's not like she no yeah it's not like she had bad intentions right. or anything but it's that like but it's like you, that's crazy you're teaching them that it's okay it's okay to lie and it's okay not to 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 run away from whatever issue i'm sure had, she didn't want to talk to tell her my mom one time because she would be like if you guys don't eat i think she was telling like all the kids or she was telling something like if you guys don't eat i'm not gonna take you out of turkey cheese and they were all trying to eat i was like mom are you really gonna take them to turkey cheese so oh no i'm just telling them so they can eat I said, Mom, you can't do that. You're <laughs> lying to them. <laughs> because I don't... You're going to break I, their heart. I don't tell my kids something if I'm not going to do yeah. it. That's just me. I'm sure I, you have to... I'm pretty bad about that because I I tend to promise a lot when I'm happy. <laughs> like, I tend to say, like, hey, like, yesterday, we were supposed to go to the pool. But we did hibachi You've instead. You've been saying that for the last yeah, few days. Yeah, but it's like then... Pool. Then, then it gets too hot and it's like, then it interferes with things. And I think that's a problem that I do have that I need to like relax. Yeah, I don't, I do not like to lie to them. If I tell them I'm going to take you to Chuck E. Cheese, I am going to take them to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. So that's another point right there. So don't lie tell, to your kids. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to tell them you're going to do something, do it. Do it. Yeah. Because then they're not going to believe you. And they're going to be growing up saying, I don't believe my mom. Yeah. That or they're going to pick up the same behavior. They're going to be telling people stuff and they're just not going to do it. Yeah, that's true. And that is bad for them <laughs> later on. <laughs> that is true. So I know we, we've talked about, you know, all the, the things that you should do. Now, just quickly, um, I know you kind of mentioned of never embarrass your kids in front of the other other people you know mm -hmm. we talked about that and another big big like don't it's something that we kind of mentioned but i really wanted to talk about it calling your kids names yes and with that is like negative words words that can hurt them or even cussing at them cussing at them or labeling them um calling them specific things like saying that they're dumb saying that they're stupid calling them different names like i i think we should never call never them do that because no matter how mad or what they did just know that we every kid is gonna screw up it's gonna do something could be eating they're gonna spill the drink and i, I remember growing you know not like when the kids were younger like you know Brian has this habit of always spilling a drink. And now it feels like Brielle is like carrying on and doing the same thing. <laughs> and then in, in my, in my, you know, in the beginning I used to get mad and then I realized like, that's so dumb. Yeah. Like my kids spill their drink. Like my, that drink is not more important. Right. Than them. Right. Why am I hurting them? Because they spill this drink. Right. So then I changed everything and I just tell them, well, you're just going to have to clean it. Right. So they just clean. Yeah. 
I think there's a lot of things that we can focus on, very little things, and get on them and call them names and make them cry for material things. Yeah, things that For things that, are, that you can pick up, clean up, move on. Yeah, just teach them, like, okay, you spilled it, you're going to clean it up. Right. And that's that's where it ends. Or, like, hey, you, um, like, Brian's in charge of taking out the trash. That's what he does. I just tell him, like, look, take out the trash. And if he forgets to do it, I'm not going to do it for him. He knows that trash is there yeah. waiting for him. But I'm not going to call him like, hey, you're being lazy. Or I just say, you know what? Hey, Brian, yeah. the trash is still there. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to get upset <laughs> of that. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, it, those things are not more important than my kids. So why would I hurt them over right. those things? And I think um, one of the major things is that, you know, the Bible says that we have authority of what we what we release in release. our words so you don't want to be releasing negative words over your kids or cuss words over your kids you want the opposite you want blessings for your kids you want them to be smart you want them to be um active and everything that you're seeing your kid that maybe is not what you want start replacing it with those positive words in the event like you say your kid just wants to lay down all day doesn't want to do anything Stop calling him lazy. Because then you're declaring him that not he's Not just declaring, lazy. but he's going to believe it. And he's True. like, just going to own that word. Yeah. And just start like saying, hey. Oh, I'm so lazy. Yeah. Or just <laughs> so this. Just, you're, you just have to call him a different name. Like you just have to say, hey, Brian, you're a very productive kid. Yes. Like, you're a very active kid. You're very, yeah. And then push him towards that. Yeah. But one thing too, like don't be fake about it either. Or sarcastic sarcastic about it. about it um don't really like super fake i mean like be genuine and like look at them in the eyes and just tell them this is the person you are you know you're a good kid like we tell our kids all the time like y'all are amazing yeah you're awesome kids you know yeah and i think that's important for them to hear all the time mm -hmm. you know and another um don't it's rewarding bad behavior yes that's a big no-no. That's a big no. Horrible no is to reward your kids when you know they didn't deserve it. Yeah. And it's not about that the kid, your kids have to deserve everything. It's that... It's like them you teaching them a lesson. Yeah. You know, like not because we want to be mean. You know, because I know God loves us unconditionally even when we make mistakes. Mm -hmm. But I think with the kids... You know, if they are rewarded by doing something bad, they're going to keep doing it. Yeah. The perfect example of this is when you go to the store with the kids and they start acting up because you didn't buy them a toy. And they want to buy a toy and they start going crazy at the store. And, and just, <laughs> just, just so you, you stop the issue, you still buy them the toy. Guess what? You just taught your kid, hey, make this big... Scene. scene at the store Drama. and you're gonna get a toy that's true so i mean my kids have cried many times at the register they have said daddy but i want this and i'm like nope nope because if i buy you this right now i'm teaching you that it's okay for you to act this way and i'm still gonna buy you something yeah so it's a no so like they know that if they start acting up or if they've done something that it's not, you know, worthy of rewarding, they're not going to get anything. Right. And it's, I don't care what they're doing, how on sale this item is. 
Yeah. Or it's only a dollar. No, like you just yeah. don't reward bad and behavior. And you know what? Now that you were saying that, the other day, I can't remember what Brielle told me. I think she said, Mom, if I'm so good, can you buy me? I don't know what it was. And I was like, no, because you're supposed to be good. Yeah, you're supposed to <laughs> you're be supposed good. You're supposed to be good. So, no, I'm not going to buy you this. Because then we're telling them that in order for them to receive something, they have to be good. And then when they don't, they are not good. Yeah. You know, so I was like, no. No, like we, they that's get. That's your responsibility. Yeah, like I, you have to behave good. Yeah. That's what we were telling our son earlier today. It's like, you really have a good life. Yes. We were reminding him like, look, you have a room. There's a lot of kids that don't have a room. I didn't get a room till I was like 11. I didn't get 12. a room until I got married. <laughs> <laughs> I always had to share a room, but I didn't get a room till I was like a 10 or 11. Then I finally got a room. Um, and I told him, like, look, you have your your Nintendo. You have all the video games. You have your parents. You have your parents together. I'm like, you pretty much have everything you need. And I think sometimes we just need to remind them how blessed they are. How blessed they are. And immediately they go into you know what that is true i am a blessed kid like and it's and it's and it's crazy because our kids are 10 and Mm 6 and we have these conversations and i used to think that to have these conversations with our kids is until they're like teenagers that's too late no you start them whenever you have the opportunity let's teach them a life lesson yeah and i think it feels like i'm always preaching to them (laughs) because (laughs) i'm always like teaching them stuff because that's just how it is like you like i know something major that i told my my son that he was he was saying earlier um it was something along the lines of like what we what was he gonna do when he you know got old and then i told it's because you know lately you know like we said our kids are very good kids but we're we're in a in a stage where we struggle with like our 10 year old he does the minimum yeah, right? I told them like it's like, hey, you took out the trash, but you literally only took out the trash, and there was like other stuff around it that you could have thrown away, but you didn't throw away because it was just there. So right. I was basically telling him like, you know, you can't do that. Like we were we were teaching him the importance of always going above and beyond, above and, and beyond. how not just doing it at home, but applying it in, to everywhere, to everywhere in school you know at church everywhere and he's he didn't understand he's like but what is that what i have to do like like, how is that even gonna help yeah and i told him like look you're gonna be a business owner and he's like you know how do you know like i don't know if i'm gonna be a business owner and then i basically started teaching him like look anything you do in life if it's worth you know doing it's good you're gonna have to run it as a business Uh, like i said for i'm like if you become a soccer player and you become a professional soccer player, then you have to run and have your own business because then people are, companies are going to hire you right. to represent, you know, to do sponsorships. And then you're going to run that business. You're going to run yeah. that. And then I said, if you want to do painting, Everything. I'm like, you're going to do painting, but then you're going to have to sell your paintings. Yeah. And you're going to have to be in business. The, so the, the, what we were trying to teach him is that there's always going to be responsibilities and always him trying to go above and, and beyond. beyond and just basically saying when you live like that and you do things like that you get rewarded yeah like you may not get rewarded right there and then but it is and i told him like that's how you get to have the life that you want to have mm-hmm. 
is I'm like, I told him, this is one of the keys of just living a blessed life. Right. It's just doing everything above and beyond, like right. not overdoing stuff, but you can't just do the minimum. You will never get anywhere just doing the minimum. And he's 10 years old and we're having this conversation with him now. And now he knows like that's how you have to live. Yeah. And because even after we had that conversation with him today, he wanted like when I said, hey, you know, can you pick up your your stuff? He's like, mom, I really wanted to surprise you and wanted to do this. So that means it is yeah. sticking. You know, it is. But he it goes is receiving it. It goes back to sitting down and talking and to taking them, the time and taking the time and explaining things in their language so they yeah. can understand because i think parenting is not just buying them stuff babysitting or them, watching them watching them it's more it's showing them affection it's loving on them cheering on them cheering telling on them, them hey you you're an amazing kid you are the best remember when they were little and we would be at my mom's house we were all in one room and we're like you're the best no you're the best and yeah and then they will start arguing because brielle will be like no brian you're the best and brian will go no brielle you're the best and it was just so cute but that's something that we have that we're always telling each other you're the best you're the best and they believe it yeah but just to kind of finish up the two last things of the don'ts is um Always make sure you let the kids know that you are in charge. Yes. You know, because I remember this is, and we say this because, not because we just made it up, because I remember you would always tell me, who's in charge? Yeah. Aren't you the mother? Because she will be <laughs> like, this is the thing. She'll be like, hey, I wanted to go to the store or to go grocery shopping. But the kids, like, they just started, they didn't want to go. <laughs> and, and then I was like, wait, hold up. You're giving them a choice? <laughs> I'm like, if you need to go grocery shopping and the kids need to go with you, they are going to go with you. I don't care how they don't want to walk or whatever. They're going to go because things have to get done. Yeah. So like basically reminding you and I would tell I'm you, the this, mother. you're I'm the mom, charge. you call the shots. Yeah. You're the mom. So you call the shots. See, that's something that I, I learned to, I was yeah. just like, okay, fine. Let's go home. <laughs> you yeah. know? But it's something that, you know, I've learned and, and, and that's good that I'm sharing it, you know, because it's a reminder, like, wait, who's in charge here? I'm yeah. in charge. And I've had to remind them, like, hey, we do what I say. Yeah. And it doesn't matter where I want to go. We're going to go. We're going to go. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you, you guys think. Yeah. And, and the thing, too, there has to be balance. Like, you can't just raise your kids like if you were in the military. Right. Like, you have to do fun things with them, right. too. You have to do things for them. Like the thing that we did for, with the hibachi, that was more for them than me. You know, like it was kind of me just putting on a show for them. Yeah. And it's it was genuinely. To me, it was just like, oh, thank God I don't have to cook. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, there has to be a balance. Like yeah. you can't just do just you. You have to do what they want to do as well. Like yeah. you have to give in as well. And right. I think that's a big lesson. Sometimes we feel like we shouldn't get on their level but when it comes to playing with them you, you should like you know we bought this batman thing uh th like this little racket thing and we set it up outside and we have a lot of like um other games games board games, board games and we play with them like we genuinely play with them and i play like Fortnite with brian you know i don't do it as much as i want to because you know i'm very busy but when I do it, you know, I just sit there and just play with him. Yeah. And I think I like I said, I used to struggle a lot with thinking I'm the mom. 
I need to be strict. You know, like I ha I can't be like too too fun. Yeah. You know, but I like you said, it shouldn't be like it. There has to be a balance. You know, I will I I love watching like Disney movies with the kids. I, I don't. I know you don't, but I don't. they I, that's like our favorite thing. Let's eat popcorn and you guys pick the movie. And I enjoy watching movies with them. Only with them. Yeah, like kid kid movies. Kid There's certain movies, movies I do like, but I mean I really don't like you know, And it's okay. You but know? we watch other movies. Like we watch Jungle Cruise. Like we took him I took him to the theater and they loved it. and that's something that we kind of met in the middle. Right. And we're like, okay, that's that's fun, you know. Yeah. That's a movie that they can watch and we can watch. Yeah. But and what I want to say is it's okay to have fun. Yeah. You know, it's okay to one day, you know, be like, you know what? Like, there has to be a balance. As long as they're not doing something that's, you know, bad behavior or anything, have fun with your kids. Mm -hmm. Let them have these good memories of you because – they grow so fast. Yeah. You know, we have a 10-year-old. In five years, he'll be 15-year-old. Yeah. He'll be a 15-year-old. That means that in another 10 years, he'll probably be married. And then we don't have a little <laughs> boy anymore. Yeah. So it's like life just flies. And we just need to take care and enjoy our kids while they're little. Because someone once told me, kids grow up in a blink of an eye. Yeah. And when she said that, I said, does it literally happen like that? She's like, that's how it happens. And I'm like, I want to enjoy my kids. Yeah, you know, you, you I don't want to realize and be like, oh, my God, I should have done this. I should have played with them. I should have went out with them. No, it is. It's time for us to do that. With yeah, them. just just live in the now. Like and it, it's, it is not about spending money either. Like most of the things that we do for, with fun with them, it's just like random things. Like, you know, the other day we were playing Uno and we were watching the Olympics. And oh, we yeah, were having fun. fun. <laughs> and then like when they were swimming and stuff, we will pause the Uno. Yeah. And then we'll go back to playing Uno. Like it's just doing stuff with them. I think it's just being present. Being present. With them. Yeah. Being present with them. Being present with them and then just giving them their time too. And the one thing that I always come back to is thinking when I was a kid, what what would I wanted my parents to do with me? Right. Like what I wanted this and I do that. Yeah, like, I literally that's do that. That's why, like, you get mad when I buy Brielle stuff, but I always wanted my mom to buy me stuff. So <laughs> when Brielle tells me I want this and I want that, I'm like, okay, <laughs> because yeah, I wanted that, yeah. you know, as a kid. And it was always like, no, no, because if she would have bought it for me, she had to buy it for all for the other girls. Yeah. So that's why <laughs> that happens yeah because there's always like every time you go to the stores they always come back with stuff and i'm like really <laughs> <laughs> but it, you put yourself in your in your shoes and you're like yeah. so i do the same but um is there any other advice you would tell parents or someone that's maybe doesn't have any kids yeah is i would tell you this there's going to be a lot of people that give you advice on how to raise your kids. Um, listen, but not everything they say is right. Or listen, take it, thank you. And if it works for you, great. Right. And, and if, if it doesn't, it's okay. Like it's find okay. something else. You raise your kids the way you want them. You want your kids to raise them. And I was talking to somebody about it and it's like, just make your life easy. Don't make your life harder. Like, Raise your kids 
like when when we were like something I would tell you is when they're babies, you know, we've learned because I, I remember seeing my cousin struggle with like the bottles and the bottle had to be warm or certain temperature for her daughter to drink it. And if the bottle was not that temperature, she just wouldn't <laughs> eat. And I remember thinking like saying, you know, when I have my kids, I don't want to go through that. So we've taught our kids to drink their milk just with like regular room temperature, room water. temperature water and they loved it. So well, they weren't really a big fan of they formula. weren't a formula, but like they just drank it. They right. never complained that it wasn't warmer. Right. They just drank it. And then that goes back to, OK, this is not like, yeah, just because everyone was doing it. Everybody else was going to fit it. our lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't going to fit our lifestyle. And another thing, too, is when they're little, involve them in their life in your life like everything you do like our kids have been months we, we something we like to do is we, we like to go out a lot and and that so having kids has never stopped has never stopped you us what we like to do and everything and it shouldn't and it shouldn't like if you are a person that loves to go hiking okay you have your kids go hiking with them you know like don't stop who you are just because you have kids like you know maybe it's gonna look a little different it's and, gonna look a little different but you know you're already if that's what you like you're already kind of guiding them into that as well exactly and um something that we do do is you know we like to go out to eat that's something that we love to do and since our kids have been little we have been taking them to restaurants so when we go to restaurants they know how to behave and even when brian was like maybe two years old I remember we went to this birthday dinner for somebody and we went to this nice restaurant and Brian was the only child here, like at that, at that dinner. And he was eating his food with his fork and everything. And everybody around us was so amazed. Like, Oh my God, your kid is so well behaved. Why? Because we said, we like to go out to eat and we got to teach our kids that that's what we do. And when we're out doing it, they have to know how to behave. Yeah. So we've never had that issue. It's because we never stopped doing what we wanted to do. Like yeah. having kids never stopped, stopped us stopped at us. all. And if anything, it just pushes you to do more. Right. Um, but I would say don't lose your identity, you know, over having kids. Be who you are and your kids are going to, you know, love you. And then they might even like doing what you do. And if you, um, um, you know, are going somewhere or doing this, like don't let your kids stop you. You know, if anything, have them put you even right. more forward. Yeah. Yes. I thank you for that advice. And just to wrap up, I remember you said you would always tell me something that is very true. And it's, you know, if it's something that you're going to always do things thinking about your kids, mm -hmm. you know, you would always tell me I'm not going to go anywhere or uh, wanting to please people and not please my kids yeah i'm huge on that, that was like something that i was like wow remember that you're a parent first, first. then a friend then a friend remember you know. your parent first then uh, you know like a friend or your work job or whatever you do you're a parent first and it like something that i am like very known for is I mean, it's a kind of a, it's not a bad thing, but like I get invited to do things, but if it interferes with something with, with my kids or, or kids. families, 
I just don't do it. Or we know that our kids are not going to be um, not just happy, but they're not going to be like in their where they're going to be able to be kids. Yeah. You know, or it's going to it's not going to be fun for them. Then we just choose not to do it. Yeah. Like we've I mean, I feel bad. I wish I can go to every party we get invited to. But sometimes it's just like, no, we're doing this with our kids. Like we just said we were going to do that. And I'm sorry, like um, perfect example of it is. There was a party we got invited to, and I knew that that week I had been working a lot and I needed to spend time with the kids. You went to the party, but me and the kids went to the movies because I just felt it like the, my kids needed me. Yeah. So we just spent that time together and we went out and we had so much fun. Yeah. You know, and it's like, don't forget that you're a parent first. Right. Don't please other people like Put your kids first. Stop pleasing yes. other people first and then your kids. Your kids are your kids. Your kids are part of your family. And they should be important and they have their place. And, and it, it's if other people for them get, to know it and feel it. Yeah, too. and if other people get mad at you for putting your kids first, I'm sorry. Those people should not be in your life. Yeah. You know, if they get up, they would if they truly care about you and your family, they will understand. Right. They right. will definitely understand. Yes. So yeah, it's be a parent. You're a parent first with all the decisions you make. Yes. That was like one of the things that came to me. I was like, that's important. Yeah. And I, I think we're going to have to do a part two because there's a lot of things I want to say. <laughs> and, you, and my husband wanted to keep it brief. <laughs> and I wanted to keep it brief. But it's it's an important topic. And I felt it in my heart to share it, especially with what happened yesterday in the hibachi and people saying, you know, I want to be like that. And I felt like, you know what, let's share it. Let's share what we've done, how we've done it. Maybe, you know, we're not perfect. We're going to learn that something that we did wasn't good, but we're still learning. We're learning. And that's one thing, too. You have to always learn. You don't know it all. We don't pretend to know it all either. You that's just, why I wanted to share, you know, what we've done. What we've done. It that can work help for, us. for other people that have little kids. Oh, yeah, or maybe you don't have kids and you have them later. Or even dealing with other people's kids. Because sometimes... That, know, that Yeah, that's definitely a part two. It's a part two. Is, <laughs> How to deal with other people's kids. Yeah. No, but I, there's a lot that, that we can touch on this. And this is just kind of a few things. A brief, yeah. Thing like, that, that we talked about. But the whole purpose of this is just, you know, to show you guys inside of our lives and what we do. And what seems to be working for us. Yes. Yeah, so I hope this episode has blessed your life. And if it has, you know, give us a thumbs up, leave us a comment and share this video with maybe a parent that needs to hear it or someone that's going to get married and is planning to have kids because I know it's going to bless them and they're going to learn. So thank you so much. And we'll see you guys on our next episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.